Hi, this is Varun Haran, Principal Correspondent for Information Security Media Group in Asia. ISMG is pleased to be bringing you coverage directly from RSA APAC in Singapore. And I have with me John Ellis, who is the Chief Strategist Cybersecurity Asia-Pacific in Japan for Akamai Technologies. John is a speaker at the RSA APAC event, and he's going to be sharing with us the key takeaways from his session. John is also going to be sharing some recommendations on how to engineer your bot management program and some mitigations that you can put in place. Hi, John. Thanks for speaking with me. Hi, how are you guys? John, why don't you tell me a little bit more about your session? What did you cover and what's the significance of it? Well, essentially, uh, the session was talking about the evolution of the different bots that are out there. Everything from what we would consider to be the good bots, which are like Google, the different types of... I guess intelligence services out there that people will be doing for search engine optimization all the way through to the different malicious bots such as DDoS and also Ford. So I'm talking about the evolution of the bots, also talking about approaches to dealing with bot traffic because you can't block everything, right? And there's a lot of bot traffic you actually want allowed to come to your site, but of course there's also a lot of traffic you don't want as well. So talking about detection strategies and mitigation strategies and also understanding how to learn from the things that you're doing and also learn from other people as well. So you spoke about the three-prong approach, you know, detection, management and mitigation. So what are the key aspects of this approach that enterprises need to be aware of? Well, I think the first thing is understanding what your actual existing architecture is because a lot of the traffic that's going to be coming through that you actually want to manage is not necessarily going to be productive traffic and you're going to be expending a lot of resources and actually doing the analysis of that. So talking about scale here and of course I work for Akamai so I'm talking about adoption of CDN type technologies, the ability to be able to do a lot of your filtering well away from your data center, essentially what we say at the edge of the internet. Um, and then also looking at some of the more advanced analytics and understanding and profiling of the traffic, learning from past behaviors of the traffic. So that comes down to using big data to be able to tag and profile clients as they interact with various different e-commerce sites across the globe and taking those learnings and then being able to quickly and rapidly identify traffic that's not highly desirable for your environment or maybe it is desirable when you actually want to treat it slightly differently than the other traffic. And then looking at the actual ongoing management of all of that as well because it is a bit of a cat and mouse game. So sometimes you can be very distinct and block something and the bot operator will then turn around and learn from that. Say, okay, you've actually blocked this traffic. I now need to turn around and develop a countermeasure. So there is that cat and mouse and you want to slow that down somewhat. And, you know, your session was about good bot, bad bot, uh, you know, ugly bot. Mm -hmm. So how do you differentiate? Because it seems to me it's going to be relative, right, depending on the intent and the purpose. Like, Well, so the first thing is detecting, right? So identifying the traffic and understanding is this actually coming from a bot or is it human? Are you bot? Are you human? Okay, you're bot. What is the desirability of this traffic? So if we identify that you're a bot and that you're, you're announcing yourself and you're Google and you're crawling my website, yeah, okay, I want that traffic to come in because I want to have high... SEO rating, search engine optimization, right? And I want to have good page rankings. And But at the same time, if you identifying the traffic as being malicious in nature, then um, you want to be then deciding, well, how do I want to deal with that? So as I mentioned, if you're dealing with an aggregator service, and maybe they're too aggressively scraping your site, trying to get pricing information if you're a commerce provider or if you're an airline for getting services or whatever it may be, that may actually have an impact on your, um, your data center operations, right? You may have bandwidth utilization, increased CPU, all that sort of stuff. So you're then asking yourself, okay, well, how do I deal with that? And so if I see that the bot's being too aggressive in nature, but I know it's actually 
generally not overly malicious, I may want to slow down that traffic. And so this is where things like rate controls come into play. So the first part is definitely identification, detection of the actual traffic, and then asking yourself, based on that, how do I want to respond to it? So can you share some insight on the use of bots in the cyber criminal underground today? You, you mentioned uh, DDoS for Bitcoin as a, one of the uh, campaigns that are uh, going on these days. Also, there are different studies that quote India and China as being the biggest source of botnet traffic mm -hmm. in the world. So what is going on in this region in particular as far as botnets are well, I think the first thing you need to look at is just the sheer numbers in the region, right? I mean, Asia obviously um, has uh, the highest percentage of the world population. Um, India, what, about 1.2 billion people. China's about 1.4 billion people. Increasingly, more and more people coming online. And not everyone's investing in cybersecurity in their own personal homes the way that um, we would like them to. So that then leaves them open to being um, exploited by the cyber criminals. So there are people out there who simply operate just to build out bottom infrastructure. So infecting machines and just getting as many infected machines or services out there. Now you have the Internet of Things. So you also, there's a lot of different attack points that one can go through. So to build out this attack infrastructure, and it makes sense that India and China are a big target simply because of the numbers. Then they have the ability to then resell that service. So it, it varies. It could be simply uh, for DDoS. Right. And there are people now that are selling DDoS for, for hire. So the bot operator will simply build up this attack capacity by infecting all these machines with all the malware, they have their botnet, and then they'll be able to resell that service. And that's exactly what they've done in a number of cases. And then people come along and say, okay, now I'm going to utilize that service for my criminal campaign. Also, as I mentioned, there are a lot of people out there who are targeting specific environments or specific devices of... Uh, I'll say demographics, and using the information that they glean from those environments to then pass up to the managers and the analysts, as they say in this, this, this three-tier triangle. And these people are then turning around and saying, okay, this is the type of information I have. I'm now getting some insight. And then I can sell that, resell that information onto investors. So someone's wanting to understand about certain types of companies. They actually have a bot environment where they've got all these infected machines. And these machines, or there's this bot malware, if you will, is looking for certain pieces of information which will then help the investors build up the insight. So it's almost like insider trading. So illegal access to information for legal profit. But slightly counterintuitive because you would uh, assume that your developing economies like India and China don't have much to offer in a way. Oh, so, okay. So in the context of India and China, yes, I mean, that's just a fair point. So when you're talking about a lot of countries like, well, so when you're talking about countries like India and China, where obviously we're talking about a lot of people, a lot of infrastructure, um, yes, it's simply going to be more the low-level activity, things like scraping, um, spam, DDoS, etc. The more sort of higher-end specific services, like I was just mentioning before, you're going to have those in, um, in other, I wouldn't say other countries. I think India's definitely got a lot of inf information that people want, but it's going to be more targeted. So you mentioned about the three ingredients that you need to succeed today to have a successful bot mitigation slash management mm. program. So can you share some of those seven recommendations for practitioners? Well, I mean, the first thing I'm going to say is that you need to have a cloud-based web application firewall. And the reason I say that is because you need to be able to inspect the traffic well away from your data center. So, you know, you need to be able to understand what's actually happening. You simply can't make decisions purely based on the IP. You need to understand the context of what's going on. In addition to that, the ability to be able to apply the mitigations well away from your data center as well. And not just the mitigations, but also 
be able to do some intelligent things like maybe serve up content which is stale in nature because you're wanting to slow down the particular bot. Again, you don't want the bot operator necessarily always to know that you're blocking them, but you want them to be slowed down. And at the same time, you don't necessarily want all that traffic coming to your, um, your data center, as I mentioned previously. And there's a number of different technologies that play there. So you also got reverse proxy type nature. So you have the ability to be able to block a lot of the low-level DDoS attack traffic. So a proxy is going to give you that ability to be able to do that. Um, a key thing here is also being able to get access to information across multiple different um, organizations as well. Because if you, if you liken it to, say, criminal activity in your neighborhood, you only see what you see, but you also want to learn from other people's um, challenges as well. And so if you don't have that ability to learn from other people, then it can be some, somewhat difficult to be able to profile the traffic as accurately as you'd like to. So if you can turn around and take the learnings from other people, understand what bad looks like in this particular context, it comes down to identification of the bot very early in the piece, then you have the ability to be able to respond quicker and minimize any potential impact to your environment. Thank you, John, for speaking with us. You're welcome. That was John Ellis, Chief Strategist for Cybersecurity, Asia-Pacific Archmite Technologies. For ISMG, this is Varun Haran. Thank you for listening.